Square Ball Podcast. Hello there, welcome to the show. It's brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. They will offer you a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. New message now as we're heading in towards February, Michael. Little test for you. I'd like you to tell me some of the things that Levi's do, if you could. Will's probate and conveyance. They're, yeah. my, they're my three favourites. We, ha- we have covered those off extensively in January. I want you to tell me something else that they oh, do. That's mainly my bit that I, I do. Either for either for you or for your business. They do business business stuff, don't they? Business they do law. business stuff. Com- All the business law. Commercial. They do dispute resolution. Correct. Well done. That. You. And um, for you and your business, what else do they do? Employment uh, law. Employment law. Um, property stuff property law commercial properties professional negligence as well yeah loads of stuff for you and your business they can do it from uh, for you from across the country as well by the way they're based in Leeds big Leeds fans but they can serve you and sort you out no matter where you are across the UK there are certain restrictions around property England and Wales far too long to get into right now but Levi's will be able to advise you levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball and we thank them as well for their continued support here on the show it is Dan Michael and Moscow as well joins us as the uh, the third wheel Dressed very conservatively today, Moscow. You've been sporting eBay purchased football shirts for ages. I want to impress my. I'm hoping to get a, a move to Roma, so I'm <laughs> dressing tidily and just keeping my thumb up. We are all the cameras. Um, we are chatting on transfer deadline day today for this propaganda show. The transfer chat we're going to do tomorrow on the weekly show after the deadline's closed, finished, passed. Yes, um, because that's just easier. <laughs> we've got we've been wrong too many times, haven't we? Yeah, so yeah. let's just wait until we can't be wrong. Hang on a second, what's that on the desk over there? Speak, well, speaking of transfers, transfers is he coming back? It's Rafinha on a mug. Would you believe? I mean, he's probably not coming back. But there no, has been a private jet, not, a no. private jet has been scheduled to go to Barcelona this afternoon, hasn't it? So maybe they're going to pick him up, bring him home. Um, but what you should do is definitely celebrate his time at Leeds because you know you know we, we were talking to you before about the Pat Bamford mugs. We couldn't shift them. We told you about it, and bloody hell, you've shifted a lot. Three left. So, Ridiculous. So, so what else have we got a warehouse full of that we need to get rid of? <laughs> yeah, Someone I mean, even bought a Dan James mug. Yeah, I was going to say, really grateful for the people who've taken yeah. all the Pat Bamford mugs off our hands, but the people who bought the Dan James mugs, and there still is the opportunity for you to prove you are the real MVP um, by stepping up and buying some more of those. What else have we got? Calvin Phillips mugs. Yeah, They're nearly them. gone, but um, they're still... Because, you, you know, he plays for Man City. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> So if you want a mug with a Man City player on it... Yeah, and Rafinha plays for Barcelona. However... It's a good mug. Absolutely nothing wrong with that from a mug point of view. We're so, well, we're for so, a we are fiver. selling them off, aren't we, as well? Like they've been discounted mm. as well. And the reason for that is... Normally we charge about, uh, isn't it, £60? Pounds. <laughs> That's it, yeah, but they're a fiver, I think. But now they're down to a fiver. You could check that because uh, I wouldn't like to be... You could probably take that up with Le- <laughs> Levi's. I'm misrepresenting our sale. Um, they were, were they eight? I think so. Yeah, now they're five. So, but it's still a damn. It's still the same mug. And the reason why we're selling them off is because we need to make space for stuff that's coming up soon. New stuff. Mm. A future Man City player, Willie Nonto, <laughs> surely going to be appearing on a mug soon. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got some Willie Nonto stuff in the in the pipeline. So, um, so do look out for that. In the meantime, grab yourself a, a discount mug from our uh, our mug shop. It's got loads of other stuff on there beyond mugs. Do have well. any Urente merch? Do we? No, that's a shame. A bit of a shame. We should get some. Um, Although maybe this is it, is we wait until the player's gone, then we get a load of mugs made and we vlog them all. Right. It's the future. Let's Although Bamford in. hasn't gone yet. Let's, no. let's get into propaganda, the show where we find out what's been said about Leeds United and in the football world. Uh, some clips, some chat. Accrington, was that a particularly fertile chat ground, Michael? Because, you know, with the you know biggest respect to Accrington possible, who were very, very amenable hosts, it should be mm. said, um, as was reflected in that picture of Leeds tidying up the away dressing room as opposed to leaving feces on the floor. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't don't put that down to Accrington Stanley's amenable hosting. It could have been Leeds had to do it because the amenable hosts were saying, clean it up yourselves. We're not doing it. Mm. So you don't know what went down. <laughs> You're right, I don't. I'm just making an educated guess. What I'm saying is it that... Could have every t- it could have been a total war. Jackie Harrison trying to get into their broom cupboard and then fighting him off, saying, no, these mops are Lancashire mops and you don't, you don't touch them. We were talking, weren't we, about Max Ferber being uh, looking like a good neighbour. I reckon he's, he's leading the charge there. He'll have brought his own mops. Yeah, mm. so just as a, like, and it's a vile leader. He's, yeah. he's gone for the, the good squeezy one, like premium. Maybe he used some astonished cleaning products. Hey? Yeah, uh, right, anyway... <laughs> I think we've... Uh, that's, the new, that's the new marketing catchphrase. <laughs> they are good. Mm. I came up with that. Well, it's from... better than they are bad. Yep. It's their old catchphrase. They, they weren't... Very clear. Yeah, nobody really uh, paid much attention to them. <laughs> they weren't selling very many. Why are we not selling anything? Yeah, it's when we made the change from telling people that these Bamford bugs uh, would, would put up pure poison. <laughs> and then we pointed out that actually they're really good from drinking out of. Fine. Mm. Uh, although, it don't drink astonished products. No, for no. cleaning do not put those two things together no absolutely not um, free mug with every bottle of bleach <laughs> <laughs> the relega- some, it's the relegation special <laughs> some, some offers don't work uh, raw milk Accrington Talk, yeah talking of, of talking of drinks that you shouldn't probably uh, ingest well you can't raw milk's um, is raw milk illegal straight from the cow is raw milk shall I google that straight from the cow <laughs> <laughs> just get up there and suck on a cow Raw cats. What would happen if... Raw cat's milk. Yeah, you don't have to be restricted to cows, do you? But yeah, they're, they're going in with the milk thing. Is raw, is raw milk illegal? That's the second search for Google for me, so I must have been looking at it. I mean, it wrong. shouldn't be. It should be fresh. Uh, the CDC, which governs America... You're just criminalising baby cows in that case. It's legal to buy or sell raw milk in some states in, in America. So, so It's so, everything American now. CDC. Uh, so the yank takeover of Leeds is we're now subject to American milk rules. Raw drinking milk. Um... Isn't all milk raw? Because you know it doesn't come out of a cow like pre, pa- pre-cooked. It's it? pasteurized, doesn't it? Yeah. That's what it means. Yeah, Un- unprocessed. Yeah, pasteurized. Yeah. Anyway, they're going with raw milk because it's they're they're offering an unpasteurized view on all things Accrington and listen, the milk uh, advert. And listen, all that. listen to this. It says so. This, so this is what the uh, the Food Standards Agency are saying here. Uh, this is food.gov.uk, so it must be real. Mm. The majority of milk we drink in the UK is heat treated to kill off harmful bacteria. Raw milk isn't. It, it goes straight from the cow to the bottle, so they don't even put it through a machine. They just whack a bottle on its teat, done. And it can come from cows, sheep, goats, buffaloes, horses, cats on there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I may have added the yeah. cats thing myself. Uh, advice I've on, got a guinea pig at home. It's never, never managed to extract anything from it. It says people with, weaker immune sy- people with weaker immune systems are vulnerable to food poisoning and should not consume it. Have you got a weak immune system? Are you all right? Not particularly. You, you I've, got, I've got a weak stomach though. I do, I do spew quite easily. Right. What about you, Mo- uh, Moscow? Because you, um, you've been coughing and spluttering for a while now. So I'm, I'm worried about you drinking raw milk. Yeah, it's probably not the time to try it. Um, it's all right if you had a, a little. If you if you were to pasteurize it at home, you can just put a little tiny bit of bleach in. Well, here's an when it kills off the bacteria. <laughs> no, don't do that. No, don't do that. Is... We're going to get flagged by the algorithm at this rate. Um, flagged by, is your main concern flagged by the algorithm or the children that may suffer? Well, let's just let they'll all be lining up in hospital having their stomachs pumped because they've been listening to the Square Ball podcast. <laughs> Let me clear one thing up for you here. The sale of raw drinking milk is legal in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. It can only be sold directly to consumers by farms, farmers, milk rounds, okay. direct sales and vending machines at the farm. It's illegal to sell raw milk in any other setting and sales of raw milk and cream are completely banned in Scotland. Yeah, I was going to say, why is Scotland the exception? Is, it, is there too much iron brew circulating within the same mm. realm? So that's what they that's what they give the cows to drink, isn't it? Iron brew and book fast. And then that gets into the milk supply. 
And there's <laughs> some of the stuff here about how they're protecting people who choose to drink raw milk, but we probably don't need to get into that right now. Probably not. No, but should we listen to the Accrington people? Yeah, so they haven't recorded the one from after the game yet, so we didn't get to hear about that. But I quite just, I quite like how miserable they were. They're in the when they talk about winning the cup in here, this clip they're talking about winning the Papa John's. To be clear, they're not <laughs> I, I remember because that. they're in they're into the semi final of that. Do you do you prefer Bolton. it as the JPT or the PJT? I, it'll always be the JPT to me. Right. They've changed the format as well, haven't they? Now since we were in it, the Sean all, Harvey did, didn't they? There's like, well, we're still in it. <laughs> yeah, we are. I don't. Twenty ones are in it. We shouldn't we? be though, should we? We're allowed in it because we're a Premier League team, no, so we put our kids in. Not still in it as in this year's no, competition, right. but we're in the the thing. We're in yeah. it as a whole because we're Premier League, Premier League pigs now. Stupid. Yeah, basically. Yeah. All right then. So this is what Raw Milk had to say. This was when this was um, just ahead of our game. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. think that anyone's going to sit there and go, "This is the best season we've ever had." But statistically, that would be it correct. Is more successful season, staying up in League One and two fantastic cup runs. It has to be. It'll go down the record books as the most successful season, and that's the nature of football. You know, it's not been really, it's not been enjoyable at all. But then, two or three wins, you know, it's it's magic, isn't it? Especially this is dare, dare to dream territory now. But um, you know, imagine if we won tomorrow, then did Leeds, then did Bolton, then lifted the cup. It's you've gone from toaster in the bath to, you know, performing acts of self-fellatio in one fell swoop. I mean, wow. The old prince, the old ribs yeah, taken you, uh, out. Yeah. Combine the two, you can join a circus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I assumed he was doing that in the bath as well, because he'd already mentioned the bath. Yeah. Pra- Practising maybe. Drown. Yeah, you've got to get good perch or something mm. against the bottom. Get right? one of those bath mats for the suckers on. Yeah, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you don't slide backwards. <laughs> they, are, they are 21st in League One behind Mark Jackson's fake football team. Mm-hmm. They've got three games in hand on uh, Jacko's Don's same points. But um, are they, what, what are these wins of which they speak? Because their form, because they, yeah, they'd won one in five before playing us since we what, got them. Uh, is that more than us? Giddy. And these must be just league games. Yeah, so this is just league games. So they'd won one in six. And two in uh, since like a long time ago. Mm. Yeah, well, I think I think they they're happy with where they are in the pyramid. Is the thing that they've stopped because they lost five in a row, then drew one, then lost another. So I think the fact that that's over. No one's happy in football, are they? Though no they one. seem they seem cheerful. I mean, the guy's sucking himself off. I don't know what how, <laughs> how much happier you want somebody to be. If you get to that stage, you're pretty jolly. You don't get <laughs> makes me think I missed a trick when we got promoted. Didn't even try. <laughs> Uh, I might just stick the Amazon documentary on and <laughs> myself an evening. <laughs> Wife comes in. What are you doing? I'm incredibly inflexible as well. I can tell you, there's, there's zero possibility. <laughs> oh dear lord, this image is now burned into my retinas. Sorry, I think they're quite giddy as well because their uh, PJT semi-final is against Bolton, so it's a local yeah. derby, and they hate each other. There's a lot of. Um, because Andy Holt, their chairman, gets a lot of praise, doesn't he, for being like the honest football owner, but all the Bolton fans think he's uh, like chiseling on the ticket prices. He always puts the ticket prices up whenever Bolt, big Bolton are in town. So they uh, they have some grief over that. So it's going to be a local grudge derby. Um, hope it goes better for them than uh, playing us, because I think we dispatched them quite easily in the end, which was good. I don't know how to follow on from Michael's... Uh... Well, if, if you're watching the video, you can... You can... <laughs> Put it as a little bonus at the end. Just do me a fit. Put your trousers back on, okay. Michael. That's good. It's going to be on the TSB Plus only, that. Yeah, isn't yeah it? definitely. The video. It's, it's, the, it's like when they put Hollyoaks on late night. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't recall anything <laughs> anything like that. The square ball after dark. Do you not remember late night Hollyoaks? No, I mean anything like oh, that you happening. Yourself off. <laughs> I don't remember any <laughs> any kind of um, men, men of around forty trying to suck themselves off. But I might should, really, should really up those subscriber I numbers. I didn't watch all of them, so maybe I missed that one. Come on, get it together. What's next? The Leeds United Mega Mix. Here we go. Good result, but frustrating to watch. Feels like with Jesse March, we kind of get one of two teams. We either create nothing, but give nothing up, or both teams create lots. It just feels like we're sacrificing way too much defensively to create chances. Um, you know, in, in the Brentford game, felt like both teams comfortably under one XG. That kind of happens pretty frequently where we're basically level. No one creates anything. But then there are games like this, Cardiff, where we give up loads of chances and teams just have all kinds of chances that, that we shouldn't really be giving up. Um, and I mean, you know, we let a 21st place League One team walk in a goal today. And without Wilbur there, we probably would have conceded another one early on. So overall, I just, just think we're still poor. We didn't lead that, which is quite an achievement. Half 12, Saturday, small ground. It just felt like it was going to be one of them Leeds days, but... We tried our best with it early on, Verba having to make that really good tackle. But yeah, solid performance. Can't sell Harrison, not to Leicester, especially after that. And would still really love a left back. And I think we need to sign Milos Kerkaz. Take and win. Ruta looks promising. Verba is outstanding. Bamford has to stay fit. And Harrison had one of his better games. You never know what you're going to get from him, but... What a fucking strike that was. Onto the list of c***s. Aronson. Weak. Paper fucking thing. Rodrigo. Fuck off. Keaton. Wanker. And, of course, that of a ref. What a c***. That was a ghost shark bringing it home there. Um, How could you tell? At, with West Ham Ralph and uh, House of Stouts slash Stouts. Where is House of Stouts? Can anybody remember? I know he's stateside. It's, it's New York somewhere, isn't it? I think we've decided. It's a, I, I, read, I did look into this before. Web stocked. Is him. gun ownership legal where he is? Uh, probably. Because he could take a few of them birds out in the background before phoning us again. Yeah, there was some wildlife present, wasn't there? Yeah, and just pop a, pop a few caps off. Mm. That wasn't bad, though. Not specifically into their ass. Sometimes people send clips in when they're obviously walking the streets and you can hear Bus was going past in the rain and stuff. So. It started quite nice, but that one bird got quite annoying. It's like repetitive squawk. There's quite a drowning risk in what you're proposing there, Michael, by the way, isn't there? In the bath. The bath, yeah. yeah. I think the toaster was probably the, the biggest... The more dangerous. The biggest risk. Yeah, I think... Um, I don't know, we were fine against Accrington. I'm not really... It, because they Accrington started as if they wanted to win, and that was kind of always going to be the thing that we would have to deal with, is a, a League One team who were probably... You know when... Because they finished dead late against Bourne Wood because they needed extra time. You know when you've stayed up and not had enough sleep and you're a bit kind of hyper and energetic and you feel that early kind of buzz of being awake for 48 hours. <laughs> they kind of started with that where they were taking all the adrenaline. By tea time um, you're crying. <laughs> well, yeah, and we had this kind of... Um, we needed Harrison's goal. was perfectly timed and perfectly scored. It had that thing that Louis Sinistero was doing earlier in the season against Barnsley... And um, when we got needing an equaliser against Everton, it's gone like, I think we need a goal here, so I'm just going to smack it in from 25 yards, mm-hmm. and we'll have one. And that really helped settle things down. And second half as well, they kind of they got the their manager got into them, I guess, because he didn't seem happy about losing. And 
start of the second half, they had those big chances from Leeds fan Harvey Rogers, and then we just needed um, who scored the second one. It was Furpo. Furpo scored the second. So just when we needed, we need. It was about the right time as well. It was about 15, 20 minutes in the second half, wasn't it? So just put it, calm things down at the right time. But Accrington were always going to cause us some problems. And um, I think Marsh was right when he said that we weren't surprised, or even said we were we were pleased when it got a bit uh, scrappy. Because I guess that's what we'd prepared for. Is that it was going to be a plenty of stuff happening in the mixer, and we dealt with it until the end when we didn't. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice boring win, as Georginio Nutter has put it. Um, it's been a while since that could be said. It wasn't even boring. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing um, for a postcard. I, I missed kind of in the hullabaloo of Saturday the uh, the exchange between him and Bamford that led up to it. That was fun, wasn't it? Bamford's pass was delightful. Little drag yeah. drag across, and it was lovely to see Bamford. He played really well and he looked happy afterwards. He was mm. doing a little interview. I know they were singing Pat Bamford is a wanker at one point, weren't they? And he was, he was kind of laughing along at that. But he looked like he was, he looked like he was enjoying life again. He looks like um, one of those animals that's been deployed in a sanctuary after being kept in a cage or whatever, dancing in a shopping mall with a ring through his nose. <laughs> well, how, how do you mean? Um, I don't, he just, just looks, like, looks like he's got a nice bit of freedom about him now. He's, he's been released mm. into the sanctuary. He's like, bloody hell, I've got all this grass and trees to go play in and open ground and I'm... Legs that work. Yeah, all that kind of thing. He just looks like he's he's just seeing the, the basic joy of being able to play again after such a long time out. So I'm, I'm delighted for him. The, the thing with the assistive furpo was it was one of those where you have to keep watching it on the replays in slow motion to try and see where the ball had gone. Like an element of illusion to it because um, it wasn't immediately obvious that it, it, he'd nutmegged the player at the same time. So trying to sort of really work out the trajectory of the ball... Because I think Bamford kind of, there was the opportunity to play it down the outside of that defender into Furpo's path, but he just gave it a little extra kind of roll of a touch that put it just the other way. It's almost like he changed his mind mid-touch and decided yeah. to say, I'm just going to keep my foot on this ball and drag it that mm. side instead. What a player. He has, always have to ask, ask the risk it with, he has become so that we can uh, retrospectively justify slagging him off wholesale in the championship. So we, much better now. We didn't slag him off, did we? We just wanted him to to finish more. We shots. were just desperate for him to score goals. Whereas it's always been the thing. Like as soon as we got into the Premier League, and he started. Well, he, one, he started scoring more. Two, he started. He was still missing at the same rate. Didn't matter because we're in the Premier League. Whereas that season when he kept, uh, like, you still think those like oh, when the floodlights got in his eyes and the ones wasn't it at Luton? Did he miss someone? He scored in last minute and just all those. All those chances that went begging and you were thinking, this is going to cost us in oh, the end. The last minute Luton one was that the double fuck off by the kid behind the goal. Yeah, and he actually did score that. But there was, yeah, there were too many of those days in the championship where it was, if he doesn't score, we're not going up. All's well that ended well. Because we've got loads of shiny toys now to score goals. Yeah. so Not just, not just on his shoulders. We don't it? even need him. The fact that we've got him, it's like pure... Luxury people say, like, oh, what would, would you take Messi in this team? You think, well, we don't need him. And then we don't need passed him because he's got Bamford. Exactly, he's passed it. And we've got Junior Furpo, who's a goal machine as well. I'm, I was glad he got a goal. He's deserved one for a yeah, while. Yeah, I don't know where the whole... And if Furpo scores were on the pitch, that worked when it was Billy Painter because Billy Painter was a striker. I think mm. with Furpo, if you're going to have a sarcastic chant about him, it's more like if Furpo adequately defends the the left corner flag, then we're on the pitch. Like, Furpo gets a tackle in, we're on the pitch. If Furpo doesn't get beat around the outside by their yeah. if, if Furpo, by League One winner, we're Furpo on the pitch. Furpo opens up his body shape so he can deal adequately with an on-rushing winger. Yeah, we're, on, we're the on the pitch. Which doesn't really scan, does it? Um, but, but a, a goal is kind of like a, a real a real bonus. And despite Rasmus Christensen's uh, beckoning, nobody did go with the 
um, on the pitch option. Look, although then kept singing it as well. Like a lot of people who've not gone on the pitch, then while they're celebrating it, start singing. One person did and did the worm. They did go on. Which is a criminal offence, isn't it, to enter a... The worm a, is a criminal offence. It's it's a criminal offence in this country to enter... Do you know what else a, they had football, with them? A they, football field. They had a little bottle of raw milk that they'd got in Scotland. Yeah. What they need to check for is... Oh, yeah, you're looking for particular... That it didn't, come from, that it didn't come from an animal that was unhealthy and made sure it was free from brucello- brucellosis? Bru- brucellosis, is that like... Good game. Good game, yeah, Bruce... <laughs> Bruce Forsyth and uh, and tuberculosis, which I recognise that one, the old yep. uh, TB, one of the old school, the OG uh, diseases. That's why you don't drink badger milk? Is that right? Famously have TB, don't they? <laughs> the badgers. I have to open my fridge now when I get home. <laughs> Shit, I've got loads of it. Been out milking badgers, <laughs> grabbing the little teats. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> scratching at me and biting. It was good dancing from Furpath who'd scored as well, and it's um, badgers get really angry. He's always seemed like he's going to score for Jesse Marsh since that very first Leicester game. So I, I sti- time he I'm sticking it. to my um, my theory that we should redeploy him as an outside left. Well, he might turn out to be all right as a left back. You never know. I mean, nobody expected Rodrigo to have the season he had up to now. No. Um, and then by staying fit and staying in the team, he suddenly scored 30 goals. And so maybe Furpo can have a second half of the season on a similar tip with Vuba, Verba um, inside him to help. Right. Anything can happen. Funny yes. old game, in it. Yeah, did we say we said farewell to Diego Urente, didn't we? We did. Didn't know it. I mean, we'll um, we can do the transfers properly as we said um, on tomorrow's show. That's Moscow for the video version. He's doing a thumbs up. Like you don't have to tell the people on the video version; they can see on the people f- on the audio version. Well, who I mean, probably didn't need to know anyway because they'd yeah. never have. But never it's have part of the show, isn't it? It's part of the entertainment that we're providing that you're doing that. I can do you, you are replicating his thumbs up in the airport. An audio description version. Did you expect him to trip? Dan over? is explaining why Moscow has his thumb in the air. Did you expect him to trip over his now suitcase? Now he's talking suitcase? to Michael about it. Did you expect him to trip over his suitcase? <laughs> Bless him. He did commit to the thumb up, and it was nice that he was bending the thumb to wherever he was mm. going as well. It was like pitching yeah. to the left, thumb bend left, yeah, straighten up, right. Yeah. He wouldn't, he's never struck me as somebody who knows what to do on a red carpet, but if he wins an Oscar or is nominated for an Oscar and they invite him to the awards, or if he just. Uh, goes along as Terry George's mate to fill some seats, but then you don't get on the red carpet that way. So, if he ever goes to the Academy Awards mm, and which is likely is on the red carpet and people are asking him for photographs, I think he'll be ex- exceptional because you can see the people who they train for and they know they want to in this way, this way, and this way. And they know where which particular magazine has which photographer where, so they know they need to go for that person and they recognize them. So, Adiorente had that all down. It's probably the most composed um, performance. <laughs> that we've seen from him uh, quite a long time. If only football was played in airport arrivals lounges, I think um, he'd be great. I think Diego could maybe do the Spanish version of Mr. Bean. I know Mr. Bean is essentially speechless. Mm. So it translates you know, around the world. It's very easy. Do an impression of Mr. Bean. You're, you're the one with the voice. it, really. Was it? Do, was, you do it, though. Silence. He just, yeah, my flexible friend. He said that on one of them, yes. I remember. Essentially, doesn't speak. Well, that was an advert, though, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was, a, it was an episode of Mr. Bean where he's, he's buttering sandwiches with a credit card. It must have been a tie-in, though, because he used to advertise uh, credit cards. My flexible friend was that Barclay card or whatever or something. I don't know. I mean, they're not paying us to say no. it. No. Anyway, yeah, I think, it, I think it just in terms of his physical comedy, I think he'd be good at that because mm-hmm. he's quite a long man, isn't he? We Bless him. And he did, and he was on branding. This game came on. We conceded shortly afterwards. So <laughs> it's been it's been kind of. It's been his thing for a while, as that hasn't if it? If we have seen the last of him at Ellen Road, I will sort of miss him. Yeah, maybe a bit. I've got sort of a fondness for him, not based in anything sort of footballing, just something about him. He, he's, he's quite inscrutable. You don't have to go back too far from him playing well. The first hmm. 
six games of the season or something. We thought we had a whole new Llorente and he was playing he looked fine and we were defending pretty well. Clean sheets against Chelsea, well, at least. Do we have any others? Villa at home? Was that before? The- Can't remember. But we weren't. You know, he was actually, he was looking pretty good. And then it was just Brentford. He just turned up and had his uh, his day. And it's interesting because on the um, report of Jesse Marsh doing his seminar in America, there was... Um, a bit where he was giving an example of how he welcomes feedback from everybody, but that after the Brentford game, uh, one or two of the players came and with feedback, and he didn't want to hear it. Didn't like that. Did yeah, it? so he told them to uh, to shove it, and that's we stopped seeing Urente in the team straight after that. So I wonder if Urente might have been one of the ones who came and said, uh, as an experienced, competent, calm, capable defender, I'm not con- I'm not sure that your defensive tactics are working, Mister Marsh, and. Um, I guess if I was Jesse Marsh in that situation, I wouldn't want to take that kind of nonsense from him. Correct. Should we get back to the clips then? Yeah, not many this week. We got one, Miggy Pablo sent one, completely unrelated to Accrington, but related to events of the past week. Marcelo Bielsa, Everton can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, were you you as worried as me when we'd recorded the day before? And then he turned up at Heathrow and he was like, there's no way that you... We were like, I wouldn't do that, it's not stupid. Everything's wrong about it. And it, we actually were right in the end, but God, there was a nervous 24 hours around it because the stuff we said he wouldn't do, he didn't do. They were his lines. He said, I won't, I won't take this team now. I don't want to... I will come and manage your under-21s. I will, I will come and manage under-21s. I'll do it properly. It's such an incredible proposal as well. It's great because everybody thinks, and it is, even I, who, you know, revere Bielsa, that idea is just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but fun. But the only person who would have the kind of full focus tunnel vision to make it work is him. Imagine him managing the under-21s, preparing them or t- taking them on a minibus for a game away somewhere while somebody else is trying to keep Everton in the Premier League. The last game of the season. And he was talking about, I don't know quite how it works, that his staff were going to look after <laughs> the first team. Well, you must have needed somebody from it, but I don't know if like Diego Flores would be taking Everton down and the questions at the press conference would have to be like you know this is desperate now if you don't win this match Everton are going to be outside the Premier League in the top flight for the first time since the 1950s have you spoken to the world famous legendary one of the greatest coaches of all time about how to solve this and Diego Flores probably just having to say like he's half English like well contractually I am not able to discuss the first team with Mr. Bielsa. He has insisted on this. But he was watching videos of Nottingham Forest under-21s. Exactly. (laughs) And the only person for whom that would make any sense whatsoever would be Marcelo Bielsa, because I think the only person who would actually be able to pull that off and just go like, no, I am just going to give all my attention to the 21s and not even think about the first team is him. I don't know who else would be able to just like divert their attention that way. But anybody else, like obviously it's a completely ludicrous idea, Um, but so, so good that and they, it was very telling in the reporting as well that it came down to uh, Bielsa's proposal to Everton was this. And it's like, yes, now you're dealing with Marcelo Bielsa because I'm sure Sean Dyche did not make a proposal to Everton. Everton went and said, do you want the job? And then Dyche said... And Dyche said... Yeah, I'll fucking come and do it you now, bother. Um, what, what we have to do, just kick it in, fucking get in and stuff like that. But the other way of... Uh, <laughs> you didn't know what to say then, did you? No. <laughs> Bielsa sure. just... People do get nervous in job interviews, though. That's true, yeah. Not Bielsa... Well, I mean, 
I imagine if you are the Everton board being interviewed by Bielsa for the job, you are probably more nervous than he uh, will ever be if he just comes in and, and tells you what his proposal is. And it was it was a nice power play on uh, Frank Lampard as well, I think. that he, mm. he basically looked at it and went, I cannot work with what he's left. It's going to take longer. Yes. Let's go across Stanley Park then, because um, all the scouts are fairly miserable at the minute, which is good, isn't it? It is nice. Although these aren't actually scousers. All right. But yeah, but it's all attached to the same thing, isn't it? Um this is this is Anfield Agenda, who is this the ranty one? This is the yeah, the the Irish fella who sits and does his complaining. Diagonal ball, a stew banan, Matoma. Ah fuck off <sighs> Brighton have scored. It's a great goal by Matoma. It's shit defending by us. And we can't even fucking see how the game we take the lead in. And Brighton are 2-1 up and looks like we're going out of the FA Cup and the season just keeps going from worse to worse to fucking worse. Four Liverpool players there, lads. Four. Jones and fucking Darwin standing there twiddling their little fucking Johnnies. <laughs> Never even called a Johnny before. Yeah. I do like um, the Irishman who just sits and does his complaining because I... <laughs> Probably in an era when Liverpool pubs probably had one person like that in every single one, just like <laughs> chuntering away in the corners. Oh, he just he just sits there and does his complaining. Don't mind him. But now they're all on the internet, and you have to you, you watch them. Yes, um, this is football as well. This is a guy who uh, we we visited earlier this season, wasn't it? Yes, this, the guy's uh, Jordanian, not Jordi, as someone had misheard. Someone was like, "That's not in the comments." Someone put, it's not a Jordi accent. It's not a Jordi like, accent. No, that's, that's not what was said. The, his mention of, of Curtis Jones reminded me of how much he hated Curtis Jones the first time around. So I went back to say his watch along to see. I, what I imagine he's um, transformed his opinion when he brought when they brought Curtis Jones on. Well, it was it's something different. Curtis Jones is on. This is it. Twenty twenty three Liverpool, ladies and gentlemen. Curtis Jones, look at him. Dribble, 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 do nothing. Yes, typical. Right. There's a lot of rolling R's there. For dramatic, dramatic purposes. Yeah, I did listen to some other scousers, but they're, they're in an awkward spot. They're a bit where we were with Bielsa. Right. With Klopp. Cause and then he's kind of going wrong, but he's their hero. And they, yeah, yeah, you can see it's not working, but what do you do? Yeah. Should have let us have Gakpo. That's what we should have done. Mm, yeah, no, fair enough that, yeah. Although if we, do, if we get Gakpo, we maybe we don't get Nonto yet. No, we wouldn't have done. And then we don't have Ruta either. Mm. And I'm, I'm happier with. Those I like two. the look yeah. of Ruta... I like that he enjoyed uh, the game on Saturday. Mm. There was no kind of uh, hint of him being like a new player who's too good to play against Akron. So there was nothing, nothing kind of, no edge to him apart from he just seemed like a nice lad. Wanted, he wanted to pr- it felt like he wanted to prove himself because you kind of saw that he, he looked a little bit, not disappointed as he came off, but he had that kind of, I wish I'd scored on my mm. debut mm. kind of look in his eyes because he knew that he should have scored with his first touch. But he seemed very happy when... Uh, Sinistera scored yeah. as, as well, which was nice. And it's um, with uh, Weston McKenney as well, watching his interview with Tyler Adams, where he says one of the, the values he, he will bring is trash talking, which we call it uh, click housing in this country. Australians, Weston, would, Australians would call it sledging. Yeah, yeah. but that, that's something he wants to bring. It's kind of, he, I know we always joke about Jesse Marsh talking about them all being a bunch of fine young men, but there does seem to be I think personality is important and we've had that in, uh, it was always a problem in the dark days of the championship that they just seemed like a bunch of non-entities. Nobody really had like, Luke Murphy was a nice guy, but he, yeah, just nothing really, no edge to him, whereas there does seem to be something about 
Ruter and McKenny where there's little edges of personality in there that um, might make them more interesting to watch and watch them play instead of them just being anonymous uh, computer game figures, which I think our friend from uh, the Geordie there would probably prefer <laughs> the Curtis Jones to just behave like he's on FIFA and not have to put up with him. Being Doesn't answer back on FIFA, does he? No, exactly. The Gakpo thing is interesting because I wonder now if you offered Leeds fans a straight swap between Nonto and Gakpo, how many would take it? Given they, we, they paid, what, for him? 40, well, 45 million well. or something? And we paid a few for, for Nonto, but straight swap now, yeah. having played half a dozen games through, you'd be like, yeah, I'll keep Willie. Wilf is another one who just seems like a good guy mm. like and um, gets into fights and stuff. And Did you watch him boxing on the the behind-the-scenes training footage? Yes. Oh, bless him, isn't he cute? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to enjoy about uh, players like that beyond what they're, um, they are or aren't doing on the pitch, which I'm sure we'll all remember when we're relegated <laughs> in May. We'll, like, well, there were a bunch of fine young men and it's not, it's not about winning or losing, it's about the friends we made along the way. Let us finish then with a little bit of Stevie Nichol, who's become a huge favourite of ours on this show. He lives over in the States, doesn't he? Does ESPN. And they know they know what they've got on their hands now. They know that he's a he's a star. A and Chris I, I like to think that, maniac. Yeah, I like to think that we have, we've made him, I think, basically. Well, I think he's, he delivers the goods week in, week out, does, does Stevie, that's the thing. Former, think, former yeah. Liverpool defender, he's very, very dour outlook on life. I don't think we can really take any credit for somebody who since the 1980s has been setting his teammates' wives on hair on fire mm. just because he wanted to yeah like, and that is a he true was always going to find his own path in life true story that as well mm. yeah true story uh, so Bay Area Brandon did get in touch to say how much he loves Stevie so we've great, just just pulled bunch of lads oh yeah there we go Bay Area your Bay Area t-shirt on look at yeah so there's no particular story here it's no just, they're just asking him a football question but in typical Stevie because uh, he's a man who does things his own way most people would feel uh, I guess an obligation to start speaking and I'm, I'm obviously I'm absolutely adamant that this is the reason why they used a musical bed behind him as well just in case this happens if he zones out and loses his train of thought you don't get dead air but this is what you do get uh, I'd argue that Casemiro is the best assignment in the Haaland simply because City would be pretty much where they are while United are a surprise top four contender you can't you can't you can't win oh can't. <laughs> <laughs> he needs. He needs to be control alt deleted there, doesn't he? <laughs> good bit. Of, good baseline. I get how the host just goes. Oh, it's <laughs> off. He goes. You can't. Oh, oh. Is he starting? He's, no. <laughs> it is. I'm, I think I'm on Stevie Nichols' side with that because rather listen to questions like that. Does anybody care? He's, no. He's just got no time for us. He's like, yeah. ah. There's absolutely no reason for anybody to be discussing that whatsoever. Uh. It's just. Whatever we we did uh, have a follow up, didn't we? You know, um, we were discussing was it last week's propaganda that he got lost in the woods mm. when he was out walking his dog called Haggis, big brown Newfoundland, and he had to was it call Craig Burley to come and rescue him? And it was it was in a woodland that his, his wife normally navigates him through. Well, <laughs> she's she's been away doing whatever, having a break or whatever, getting, rest, a, getting, a, getting a scalp dealt with, a bit of respite, yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, Craig Burley photographed himself in in the same woods, didn't he, this week? on Twitter and just said, look, it's dead easy to find your way through. There's like really massive yellow blazes on the trees for the paths and how to get out of the woods. I was in some woods on the weekend and there was an archery area. So I was feeling... Where do we need to send the police? It was... Because <laughs> after we mocked Stevie Nichols saying there aren't people with bow, bows and arrows in woods. Right. That was near like Wakefield Barnsley sort of area. So bows and arrows... Not, it's Robin Hood territory, mm. isn't it? 
Is it? Well, they like to claim it, don't they? Everyone claims Robin Hood. It's like Guy Fawkes. Everyone's got a little bit of him for uh, for their local folklore, haven't they? Richard of York. Is he Richard of Leicester? No, he's mm. not. Right. Um, there we go. That wraps the propaganda for this time. Back with more stuff next week. Bit of a squeeze next week. So we've got the midweek games again. So we'll see what we can we can it's turn up. Not a big up. match, though, is it? Who have we got? Have we got it's at the just weekend? Like, it's some another Lancashire team. We've got Knotts Forest, haven't we? At the weekend, so they they don't like as much the old uh, the knots, the tricky know. trees. So um, there should be some good fun off the back of our game when we beat them. Mm. Yes, when we do, but we'll preview that. Yes, we've got luck. All that is to come. All that is to come, and we'll have um, transfer roundup on the weekly show, which we're going to be doing tomorrow after the deadline has passed. You had it in your mind that the deadline was tomorrow, didn't you, Michael? I did. Yeah. Why is that? Don't know. <laughs> Stupid. Do. Spending too much time in the bath. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. We'll see you soon. The Square Ball Podcast. 